Hi there, I'm Mara. And I'm Ravi. Thanks for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning together and we're excited to learn with you. Hey, Ima, what sound do you hear when a dragon sneezes? I don't know, a chew? No, a fire alarm. Ravi, you're on fire with that joke today. Now, let's hear about a fire that the Kohanim would light in Parashat Sav. In this week's parasha, Aharon and his sons are learning to be Kohanim, priests. It's their job to bring the korbanot, the sacrifices, in the Mishkan. And they get special detailed instructions for making different kinds of sacrifices. Then, Moshe gathers all of B'nai Yisrael, and there's a special celebration, kind of like a grand opening, to dedicate the Mishkan and to give the Kohanim their special responsibilities. This lasts for a whole week, and then the Mizbeach will be ready for the Korbanot, and Aharon and his sons will be ready for their work as Kohanim. Some parts of the Kohanim's job were the same every single day. Let's hear how the Torah tells it. We're going to hear the words of the Torah now. It's okay if you don't understand them all. Just close your eyes and listen. Unless you're building a fire, then keep your eyes open and don't leave it unsupervised. Ready? We're in the first Aliyah. Veha'esh al hamizbeach tu kadbo lo Uvier aleha ha kohen, etzim ba boker ba boker, ve arach aleha ha ola, ve hiktir aleha chelve ha shlamim, tamid, tukad al hamizbeach lo tichbe. The fire on the mizbeach, the altar, shall be kept burning without going out. The Kohen must burn wood upon it every single morning and arrange the Ola sacrifice on it and burn the fat of the Shalamim sacrifice on it. A Tamid, always fire, shall be kept burning on the Mizbeach. Do not put it out. So, Ravi, what are you wondering when we look at these psukim? It seems like, I mean, at our house, it's kind of easy to make a fire and have it last for like two hours. But how in the world would the Kohanim make it last for like the, for a really long time? And does it have to stay lit every single day? Oh, there are so many good questions in there, Ravi. Okay, so you're thinking about like when we make our fire at home in the fireplace. And even if we keep it going, it doesn't last always, always. So how? How did the Kohanim keep it going? Okay, well, let's let's look really closely at the words of the Torah and see if we can look for some clues here about how they would always keep it going. The Kohen must burn wood upon it every single morning. Exactly. So what do you what do you see? So when they wake up, they have to put more wood on it. So the Kohen has to put new wood on it every single morning. Actually, if we look in the Hebrew, there's a there's a word that repeats one right after the other. Do you see what it is? It says Baboker Baboker. Right. And Boker is the morning. Morning. So it it's repeating it twice. So this is a way of saying every single morning. So morning. Morning and more mornings. 
morning, morning, and what the Torah is telling us is this means it's every, every morning. Five okay? o'clock right on the dot. <laughs> it might, it's sort of like that, right? Every morning, this is what the Kohanim are going to have to do. They're going to have to burn the wood on the on the Mizbeach, and they're going to have to arrange the Ola sacrifice. Remember, we were talking last week that, that the Ola is one of the kinds of Korbanot, and it's the burnt offering, so it's the one that gets burnt up all the way. Let's try to figure out what this tamid word is doing this always, because I think it could actually mean a couple of different things here. Do you think that the fire was always going, sort of this never-ending fire, or might the always mean slightly something different? I think it means they should like always try to keep it. So even if it wasn't roaring up in flames, it should still have a little bit of the fire element to it. Like even if it like when fires are really hot, there's like a like bright white right in the center. And maybe that's what it meant by always and then they would just add a log and make it catch. There's always something, something that that's could still always, sort of there. That could always start again the fire. Meaning that like the Kohanim wouldn't have to start from scratch each time. Yeah. They would have to just move something around so that it would move the oxygen and then There we go. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm imagining what happens in our fireplace yeah. when, when sometimes it's, it's really big and then it like starts to shrink after like two hours and then it's like really small and then Abba like pooks puts another log on it, moves some of the pieces, and it roars back up in flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here are texts. And it's because it's just keeping it hot. Exactly. So here our text is telling us also, don't don't put it out. There's something tamid. There should always be something there and not to not to put it out. So if we think about tamid meaning always like never ending, then it, it almost seems to me like this is making the job of the Kohanim a little bit easier because they don't have to start this fire from scratch every single day. It's just, it's something that's going and you're not going to put it out, but it's you're going like, to add to it. Yeah, but it's making their jobs, like you said, easier because instead of having to start a f- another fire, they can just add stuff. Yeah. So now there's another way of thinking about Tamid and always and this goes back to what we were saying about the baboker baboker that it that it's repeating this idea of every single morning and another way that we could think about tamid is that instead of it being always meaning never ending it's always meaning every single day this renews again can you think of something that you do every single day like routine, every single day, you always do it. That doesn't mean that you are always doing it, but it means you always do it every single day. Think of an example of that. I get up, get dressed, brush my teeth, comb my hair, have breakfast. Okay, so these are always kinds of routines. Like I run it on a schedule. Yeah, so now does that mean that you're always brushing your teeth and always getting dressed? No. Because always could mean like forever and you don't stop, but always could also mean like like a routine. 
Yeah. It's so cool how like one word can like mean 12 different things. Uh-huh. What do you think the big idea is or the the lesson that we can learn from that if the fire on the Mizbeach is like a routine? That important things usually have to like run on a schedule so that they'll always happen. Like I was reading a book and this boy is delivering like the morning papers and he has to make sure he does that every day and at the right time and it's important to him and to his family so those that importantness has to run on a schedule so that it will work yeah actually sometimes the most important things have to run on a schedule and think about what these korbanot what was the purpose of these korbanot and what were they intended to do like try to get like whatever you're holding on to out like depending on if that's like um I'm sorry, or yay, good for me, or like, thank you. I remember somebody told me about like the types of prayers, like, I'm sorry, wow, thank you, and like, I'm excited or something. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think we need to have routines? Um, It makes it easier so that you know what to do and when to do it. So like if I had to brush my teeth every morning at uh, 7.30, it makes it easier for me to know that instead of me being like, Ema, do I need now to brush my teeth? Like, so I know when to do it and it makes it easier. And like, it sticks with you. Like when you learn something, like when young kids learn the alphabet, it sticks with them because when they grow up, they need to know it because they practice it. And they practice it regularly, and so it sticks with them? Yeah. Ravi, I loved learning with you today. And we can talk more about the Parsha with the rest of our family over Shabbat. What do you think we should ask everyone at our Shabbat table? What are you responsible for on a daily basis? Hmm, maybe. And also, what kind of an impact does it have? Yeah. I wonder what they're going to say. Thank you so much for being part of our Torah time. Join us next week for Parshat Shemini. Until next Torah time. Torah time is produced by Hadar. Thank you to our amazing team, Chana, Michal, Sam, and Effie. And you too, Ima. Thank you also to David Chabinsky for recording and editing this episode. We hope you'll keep the conversation going at home with Devash, our weekly Parsha magazine. Check out the Pshat HaPsukim section for more interactive content. To learn more about Hadar's Children and Families Division, discover more resources, and subscribe to Devash, visit hadar.org slash kids.